0: Back. Manu Ginobili, number 20, just announced on his personal blog that he will return for another go-around with the San Antonio Spurs next season. But let's face it, Spurs fan, was there any, even any doubt? Welcome to the Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, and what a way to wake up this morning then to see Mono Ginobili announce he'll come back for one more year. Now, how do we get to this point? Let's quickly recap. After the summer and the uh, began and the Spurs' offseason uh, started, well, Mono Ginobili's first move was to decline a player option. Um, that was the first signal like something was going to happen. Like Mono Ginobili, what's he doing? Spurs fans were sending to a tizzy. That's it. That's a big sign. He's going to retire. No more number 20, running up and down the court of the AT&T Center. But nevertheless, he turned it around uh, on his personal blog and said that he will return. So what did he say? Well, here's what he said. Quote, the most important news to tell you is I am determined to continue playing in the NBA. Did not have many doubts, but I was recently wanted to let a little time and see the season went a little from a little further. The reality is this year I feel safer and I have an even clearer, I guess, mindset than the previous year. Um, He was worried about a small February incident health-wise, but he says, quote, I definitely want to continue enjoying basketball a little more. So Mano Ginobili is back. So what does that mean for San Antonio? Well, the big picture is the Spurs... As of right now, are largely coming back intact. Now, last year's roster is going to mirror this next season's roster. Manu's back. Reports are Dial is going to be retained. Um, They made an offer sheet to Boban Marjanovic. See if he's going to resign. Danny is going to be back. Parker is going to be playing, and a lot more on TP in a while obviously Kawhi Leonard, LaMarcus Aldridge will be back. Your only big losses as of right now, at least put the projected losses, are David West, and he'll probably leave, Andre Miller, uh, Kevin Martin, possibly Matt Bonner. Uh, don't know, but for the most part, this team will be back. Now, of course, everybody's on Kevin Durant watch. We'll talk about that later as well. But let's just say that Kevin Durant does not Come with the Spurs, and the Spurs go with Plan B. Many feel it'll be Pau Gasol. That'll probably be the biggest splash, but the Spurs largely will come back intact. Uh, all right. So more about Mono Ginobili. Now, prior to his announcement today, he did say that he will discuss his playing future with Duncan and Coach Pop. He must have had that conversation. He feels like he's good to go. And well, more number twenty for to enjoy next season possibly might be his for sure last season with san antonio statistic wise last season genovia averaged 9.6 points and shot 45.3 percent from the field and 39.1 percent from the three point line last season good shooting numbers nothing wrong with that positive you know nearly 10 points a game take that you know he's still effective he is still effective despite his age uh That leads me to the next point. A lot of Spurs fans, when they saw this news, many of them reacted like, oh no, what are you doing? Some critics were saying, great, the Spurs just stayed old. They just stayed older. Others were saying, well, you know, obviously, Manu Ginobili can play the number showed it maybe he's not 2003-2005 Mono but still you can't tell me right now you wouldn't take a Mono averaging 9.6 points and shooting 45 percent from the field I'll take that any day but it's gonna be interesting what the ripple effect this is gonna cause now the big one as I mentioned right now is that the Spurs will largely come back intact and as of right now aren't getting that much younger sure Reports are Davis Bertans, their foreign prospect is coming in, a young forward, Levio Jean-Charles, a French guard, coming in, a young guard. And, of course, there's a selection of DeJounte Murray, 19-year-old kid, point guard. So there's a little bit of an infusion of youth, but the core, and outside the big three, and that's if Tim Duncan comes back, is that it's older. Parker, Duncan, Manu. And, of course, LaMarcus and Kawhi. They're in their primes. They're not old, but they're definitely in their primes. So, And, of course, Danny Green i to throw that in there as well. Well, Mata Ginobili, as I mentioned, declined to pick up his $2.9 million option for the 2016-17 season. More than likely, that is of a financial move for San Antonio. It allowed them to possibly pocket more money in the chase for a Kevin Durant or even a Pau Gasol. So, expect Mono to get some sort of payday if the Spurs don't retain either of the two. Now, if they do retain Kevin Durant, well, Mono Jones going to have to take a very veteran minimum deal. If they get Pau Gasol, perhaps the same thing. But if the two don't pan out, that being Pau and Kevin, then Mono Jones should get some sort of a um, bump in pay next season. So what does this all mean as well? Well, you know, of course, the big news is that is back, but the ripple effect from this is huge because now all eyes are going to turn to Tim Duncan. What are you going to do? If he sees Mono Ginobi coming back for one last hurrah, why not, of your TD, why not come back and go out with Mono Genobi, your teammate, for what, the past 15 seasons? So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of good a good sign if you're a Duncan fan— because that might just entice them that much more to come over and play at least one more year with San Antonio. You know, and what a way to go out. Let's just say that Manu and TD, I'm sorry, if TD does come back, and Manu obviously is coming back, and right near the beginning of the season in some sort of, you know, in typical Spurs, Tim Duncan fashion, in Manu Ginobili fashion, they just briefly mentioned in a yeah, training camp, you know media session oh and by the way this is our last season together and then they walk off and go back to practice that's probably how they're going to announce the next season will be their last run but let's hope not you know if you're a Spurs fan if you're Spurs fans you want Mono Ginobili and Tim Duncan to play until they're 60 70 years old but obviously that's not going to happen well you know a lot of fans again are saying you know like hey good news this is great Number 20, you know, he's not going to play. Um, you know, his season's not over yet. You know, his career's not over yet. You know, currently he is playing for Team Argentina. He will be playing for them in Rio at the Rio games. So let's just hope that added extra playing time this summer won't affect him largely in next season. Now, you're mentioning, I was mentioning about the youth movement coming in. You know, if you're a Mono Ginobili now, you're taking more of a mentor role to these young guys. I um, was able to speak with DeJounte Murray after he got selected by the Spurs in the 2016 draft and even asked him about his thoughts on playing with Mono Ginobili. And right away, he says that he is going to soak it in. He's going to learn from Mono Ginobili and what a better player to learn from than number 20. Uh, you know, so expect Manu to take that type of role, guiding, mentoring the young uh, fusion of players that are coming in next season. You know, Spurs fans, with Montezumbe coming back, yes, the team largely, largely is not getting any younger. But this is the same team that won sixty-seven games last season. They did it with an aged core: Duncan, Manu, and Tony Parker. You know, yes, you may say they relied heavily on Kawhi Leonard and LaMarcus Aldridge. I get that. But with the exception of those two who were playing pretty well throughout the season, you know, it was pretty much by committee. You know, Mono had a good game. Danny, whenever he did have a good game, you know, contributed. Parker, he had a few games under his belt as well. But large in part, it was more of a collective leaning on Kawhi and LaMarcus. Now, Mono Ginobili... He was almost, and dare I say almost, their third option offensively. Again, 9.6 points off the bench, shooting what I believe 45% from the field, 39% from the three point line. Not too shabby, you know, but that just shows you just how effective Mono Ginobili can still be. He can still slash, he can still throw the crazy bound pass, he can still set up players for the um, For his team on the offense event, he sometimes is the de facto point guard if Parker or Mills aren't getting going. so Monte Joe we can still bring something to the table let 's just hope that his announcement to return will also bring to the table Duncan maybe coming back for one last hurrah and not going out the way he did in the postseason, getting blocked by Serge Ibaka in game six of the OKC Spurs semifinal matchup. That's not how Tim Duncan should go out. No way. Our last memory for him should not be getting blocked. But As I mentioned before, Mono Ginobili is coming back. Rejoice, Spurs fans. Soak it in. You get one more season, at least up now. We don't know the deals, but more than likely it might be a one, and we'll see how he feels afterwards kind of deal with San Antonio. But you don't go anywhere, Spurs fans. So We're going to take a short break, and we're going to talk a lot about Tony Parker and his comment recently, which has Spurs fans pretty much up in arms. over the shot clock. Here's back, nice save. Up and in! Cody Parker duping Durrell Arthur. And the baseline passes to the big man because they're the ones that have been hurting him with the locker. Parker gets past Green is fouled! Oh! three-point play. Oh, they did early. Now, if you're the Jazz, you got to go to the basket. How about that for Parker? Is that going to count? There's a look there one another, Yeah. Up and oh. hey, that? Tony. All right, Spurs fans, and welcome back to this Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as I was teasing a lot in the beginning of the show during the Mono Ginobili talk, Tony Parker. Tony Parker right now is with Team France in Manila, the Philippines, preparing for the Olympic qualifying tournament out in Manila. Uh, Team France has to win out in order to get a spot on uh, the basketball tournament for the Rio Summer Games. But obviously, you know, he's going to do a lot of press stops. He's going to talk to the fans in the Philippines. And during one of his, I guess, you know, media sessions, he said that he still has four to five more years left in the tank uh, with, with the Spurs. Spurs fans are going ballistic over this. Some of them are saying, "No, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Uh, you're you're washed up. You know, you're not young anymore. You think you're young, but you're not." Uh, uh, you know, they, they some Spurs fans even say regulate him to a bench role. Seriously, regulate him to a bench role player. Now I get it. You know, it it's funny to me how quickly Spurs fans can turn on a guy like Parker, who was the 2007 NBA Finals MVP. Without him, you know, granted, you may say the Cavs, how in the world did they make it to the NBA Finals that year, but they still did. And he helped guide them past the Cavs in a sweep. Also, at the fact, too, is that without Parker, you don't win all those seasons. You don't have those 50-plus seasons. You don't have that the second or third option behind Duncan and Mono, or even sometimes Parker was the first option, uh, guide them to a, a title after 07, you You're going to 14 or, or even deeper playoff runs. You know, let's not forget the transition went like this when it came to the Spurs and who is the main guy on the floor. You went know, from Robinson to Duncan, Duncan to Parker, then, then by committee after that, Parker, Genobley, and Duncan, and then went to Kawhi. And then Kawhi and now Leonard are the mainstays. But as far as Parker is concerned, he still says he has four to five more years left in the tank with San Antonio. But what was shocking to me is exactly how Spurs fans reacted. They're calling him, he's a back, backup point guard. A backup point guard. I don't get it. I think Bono Ginobili, in my opinion, I'm sorry, Tony Parker, excuse me, can still get it done. Let's really, really take a deeper look at Parker here. At this factor, he is no longer, or him or in the big three, are no longer the focal point of the offense anymore. Fine. When you got a guy like Kawhi Leonard, who's blossoming, an established star like LaMarcus Aldridge. Yes, you're going to have to give up your shots. You're going to have to defer him to to those two guys. Parker is going to be part of that plan. He's going to have to defer. He's going to have to give the ball touches to those two big guys. It's just going to happen. That's the transition. I'm not saying 2007 Parker is going to come in, 2008, 2009, Tony Parker, the Parker that averaged 20 points per game just seasons ago. Yes, he's not coming back, but he's still effective. Listen to this. He averaged 11.9, close to 12 points a game last season. That's only his second worst since his rookie season where he averaged 9 points. His, His assist spiked last season. He went from 4.9 per game assist the previous season in the 14-15 season up to 5.3 in the 2015-2016 season. His rebounds went up this season up from 1.9 per game to 2.4 and his shooting went up from 48% in 2015-16 to last season to 49%. He is still effective despite what Spurs fans may think just really let this soak in Spurs fans Parker has to now learn that he is no longer the focal point and he gets that I believe uh, he spoke to a media outlet saying that he understands his role is changing yes I understand he's not Tony Parker the all star the, the one that you put the ball in, the, in his hands and he'll race up and down the court and get you buckets in an instant he, is, he can still do that in spurts, but he's not over yet. He's 34 years old, okay? He is still uh, producing on the court. He's still producing. He hasn't had a dramatic drop-off. He's not like Andre Miller, you know, who's way deep in his uh, playing years. He's not there yet. Is he starting his decline? Yes. Is he deep in his decline? No. Now, you always point to a lot of factors here saying, well, you know, TP did hit this to himself. How many years does he play deep postseason runs with the Spurs only to see him go off with Team France in the summer and add more miles to his ankles, his knees, his legs, his body? You know, yes, that's that's true. Yeah, and sometimes I'm a big credit of that. I don't think Parker should be playing every season with Team France, but he does. But see the bright side to that. He's still, he still keeps himself in game shape. He's still not letting himself like let himself go physically in the offseason. He's still maintaining that rhythm, that you know, game mentality, and again that game shape. Uh, and again, I just still say you factor in the additions of Kawhi Leonard, Lamarcus Aldridge, you know, and their you know their primes, yeah. You're going to see a, def- a drop-off on the offensive production on Tony Parker's um, end. And let's face it, what other point guard out there are you going to insert, Spurs fans, if you are just adamant about Parker not being in black and silver or being relegated to the bench? Patty Mills? I don't trust Patty Mills at the point guard position. Mono Ginobili? He's not your uh, you know main point guard, or nonetheless, effective at the one spot. Danny Green? Nope, I don't trust him with his handles you you know he can't dribble uh, you know past three or four bounces you know what other free agent is out there you're not gonna get a cp3 you're not gonna get a uh, Kyrie Irving you you're, you're you're not gonna get any other main point guard that's gonna be effective with Parker at the helm you also have the fact that he has that corporate knowledge he knows what it's like to run. Sp- Popovich's plays. He knows what Pop wants on the court. He's been playing with this Spurs since 19 years old. Yeah, pretty much when Parker's out there, it's more like Popovich is out there up and down the court calling the plays. Parker is thoroughly embedded in this team. So, you know, with Parker announcing that he he still has four to five more years left in the tank with San Antonio and that he can still play for a long time, he probably can but just faces for his fans this is this is Parker is still the best you're going to get and that's pretty good a uh, tony parker a former nba finals mvp a four-time i believe a four-time nba champion an all-star you know one of the greatest uh, french players ever to come to the states he is hall of fame bound there's no doubt about it based collectively on his resume so That's my little two cents right there as far as Parker. I know Spurs fans are just up in arms about this. They don't want to see Parker in black and silver or whatnot. Even if some feel that the offense ran better with Andre Miller last season. I I don't know about that. How much time did you see Miller on the court? You, You know, and let's face it, the whole Mike Conley coming to the Spurs Did you really, really think that was going to happen, Spurs fan? Did you really think Memphis was going to let him walk? Did you really think that Conley and Parker, there would have been enough space for those two on the court? How do you go up to Tony Parker, who has been loyal to this team, who has won and helped win titles for San Antonio, has poured his heart and soul in black and silver, who was your finals MVP in 2007, and say, we're bringing in Mike Conley. You're going to have to go to the bench. It's a tough pill to swallow if you're Tony Parker. It really, really is. But, you know, yes, I see the positives. Yeah, Mike Conley, he's a better defender. He's younger. He's starting to develop an outside shot. I get that. But that was not going to happen. And you know what? He, you know Parker may be showing his age right now, He may be starting to, but give Parker a chance. Just give him a chance. Let's see how he comes into this season. And of course, if there's a dramatic drop off even from last season, then yeah, maybe you're onto something here, Spurs fans. but let's give Parker his due. Let's give him his due process here. Let's make sure, you know before we start roasting him and kicking him to the curve, that maybe he does, maybe he still does have four to five good years left in the tank but I digress Spurs fans that's my little rant on Tony Parker I've always been a Tony Parker uh, apologist, I defend him as much as I can I have a lot of faith in him I think he's a great player and I, I just don't think that Spurs fans should jump on his case this fast, this quickly you know, let's just wait and see it out You know, if he really doesn't feel like he has anything left in the tank then so be it but he deserves at least a little more Recognition, A little bit more respect from Spurs fans from, to a guy that has poured out his heart and soul for San Antonio. But yeah, again, recapping the big news right here on Locked On Spurs. Manu Ginobili is back. Rejoice, Spurs fans. Rejoice. He's back. One more season. Soak it in. But as we continue on Kevin Durant Watch. You know the the meeting with the Spurs is over. It finished yesterday. Um, there really hasn't been much talk about how that meeting went. Whether it was good, positive, nothing. But there are signs that the Spurs still have a, a shot. The Clippers were eliminated. The Miami Heat they gave that maximum deal to Hassan Whiteside. They're pretty much out. So it's pretty down to Spurs, OKC, Boston and that's really about it. Uh, So, Oh, and Golden State, I'm sorry, and Golden State. So the Spurs have still a puncher's chance to get him, and if they get him, great. But as till then, everybody's still on KD watch. What decision is he going to make? And we're going to find out soon. I believe he announced that he'll make a decision by the 4th of July weekend or on the 4th of July. So we'll definitely know where KD is going to be playing next season. My thoughts, he's going back to OKC. There's just no doubt about it. But, hey, Spurs had a shot. They probably they did their best. And I can just cross their fingers and hope it was enough to convince Durant to wear silver and black next season. So as KD watch continues, another watch is Duncan watch. What's he going to do, retire or not? Raw, hanging by the you know the skin of our teeth right now just hanging on to see what the decision Duncan will make and if we did finally see his last game in silver and black against the Thunder in game six. But thanks again for listening to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host Jeff Garcia This has been a crazy weekend if you're a San Antonio Spurs fan. But it's fun. It's fun. Nonetheless, it's fun. So, again, this is Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks again for listening to Locked On Spurs. And we'll be back soon with another show.